Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. Guten Morgen, Guten Morgen, Moya Samia. It's me, your host, Scott McElroy, and I'm bringing to you a little tiny miniature bonus double <coughs> episode. It's a second episode within seven days. Totally crazy. Never happened before. Um, and I promised you that I would do this last week when I ranted about the coronavirus and my frustrations with the quarantine. Um, so this is going to be another little bit of a rant. It's going to be a shorter format, um, but it's going to be Q-related rather than just coronavirus-related. Um, not really a news installation today, more of a conceptual hashing out of some things. Uh, and me uh, just venting a little bit more frustration, because I have a lot of it. I, I, I'm a venter. I enjoy venting. I'm sure that you guys have have noticed that at this point. Um, so what I wanted to talk about within the Q community for you listeners today is um, the overabundance of concrete speculation in the Q community. Um, it's something that frustrates me. It's something that I try to avoid doing on this show. Um, and I'm going to explain what I mean. <clears throat> in the Q narrative, we've got the deep state and we've got good men and women patriots and they're at war with each other in the q narrative q is real and the deep state knows that q is real which means the deep state monitors q and the deep state responds to q in the form of decisions and actions that they take <clears throat> because of this if we're assuming that the q thing is real and that the deep state knows that it's real and they are actively at war with the Q movement and everything that it represents, then it makes sense that the deep state would be watching all of the Q posts, which means that not everything that Q posts is meant to be interpreted the way that we think it's meant to be interpreted, or maybe put another way, sometimes Q posts things intending for us and for the deep state to interpret them in certain ways so that the deep state makes decisions that keep putting it in a worse position in the game that's currently being played. So because of that, <clears throat> disinformation is real and disinformation is necessary. And what's frustrating to me, especially as time goes on and we get more new eyes to the Q movement, is the overabundance of people in the Q, uh, in the Q movement that aren't careful enough to stay speculative and not be certain that their decode or whatever is correct. Because when we have Anons that do that, it demonstrates that they fail to understand in full the nature of this 
military operation and how much disinformation is involved. Um, and here's why it's frustrating to me, because for Anons that don't get that and then go on Twitter and and do these really, really complex and compelling decodes that indicate that mass arrests are going to absolutely happen by Easter or absolutely happen by the end of April or whatever, and then they don't, that looks bad to people who don't already follow Q and understand the nature of the game. Um, and that's really frustrating to me because that's the thing that the media attacks Q on all the time. If they're going to attack Q, they will, they will pull theories from the Anons and say that that's what Q said or this is what the Q people believe that Q said when Q said no such thing. It was just some anonymous follower of Q putting their data points together and coming up with theories. They're going to present those theories as things that Q said. And most people who read the mainstream media and go to the mainstream media for their source of information on Q aren't going to understand how misrepresentative that is. But the Q community doesn't do itself any favors giving the mainstream media a bunch of ammunition in the form of highly speculative theories that later don't turn out to be correct. I, when I, when I first started following the Q stuff, I was in that same boat. It took me a little bit of time to understand, I think, how the Q thing is structured, how the information warfare is structured. When I first started following this stuff, I thought that we were going to see some major arrest on July 4th. I thought that we were going to see some major arrest in December of 2018. I thought this and that and the other thing, um, and partly by design, <clears throat> I think, because because if the deep state is real and Q is real and it really is a global war of epic unprecedented proportions in human history uh, being fought in completely unconventional uh, ways and with completely unconventional means if it really is that way then 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 yeah um, you, you're going to see uh, a lot of very complex encoding that's meant to uh, how do I say this keep the game going and maybe that's a, a little bit of a pivot point here. A um, little bit, little bit of a pivot there. Yeah, keep the game going. That is a good. That's a good principle. So I read this fascinating thread uh, last week, I think, about the concept of finite games versus infinite games as it relates to game theory, and I think that this is a really, really important point because. All of the speculation that the Anons engage in is based on the idea that there is a set date for a set outcome in terms of victory for the good guys. And I think that a lot of that a lot of Anons picture victory as being mass arrests of a bunch of evil people. And if they don't get that or they don't see that happen, or it doesn't happen within their time frame, then they get frustrated, they, they doubt Q, they start to question what's going on. Well, that's because they're playing, in their minds, I think they're playing a finite game. 
and I don't think that the Q team is playing a finite game. So here's the difference. Uh, a finite game and somebody who's a finite game player who utilizes finite game theory is a game that has a, a victory, is a game that has an outcome that both teams are shooting for, both teams are, or, or the finite player is aiming to win the game and and then thereby end the game. You know, you play four quarters of a football game, whoever has the most points at the end of those four quarters wins, unless it's a tie, and then it goes until uh, one of the teams scores, I think. Don't quote me on that. I don't watch football, but the concept is games, sports, they end when one of the teams achieves victory, either via more points in the time limit or whatever. If it's Quidditch, that's, you know, you catch the snitch and the game ends, but regardless, the game ends for the finite game player. Their strategy is engendered around a win. They want to win, and therefore the game would end. An infinite game and an infinite game player isn't playing a game to win. They're playing the game to play the game. They're playing the game to continue the game. Think Calvin Ball from Calvin and Hobbes. It's not a perfect analogy um, because the rules aren't utterly made up as you go, but the point still remains. Does anybody ever win the game of Calvin Ball in Calvin Ball? No, no, they don't. They just keep adding to the game and the game keeps going in perpetuity. Well, it's not exactly the same thing, but I think that life, I think that civilization, I think that economies, I think that trade, I think that marketing, I think that business, I think, I think that all of these things are a game. I think that all of these things are a sort of game, right? There are rules, there are actions, there are competing parties that can sometimes team, team up. And what we're seeing is game theory being employed <coughs> by an infinite game player using infinite game strategy versus a finite game player using finite game strategy. And the infinite game players are the Q team and the finite game players <clears throat> are the deep state. And, and so this is how it relates to the speculation and my frustration with the speculation. If our team is the infinite game player, and the opposing team is the finite player, then our team's main directive is to keep the game going. And by the game, I mean society. Keep society going um, and, and, and allowing the game players to be free to play the game. I think, that's, I think that that's what the Q team wants. And the game players that they want to allow to be free are you and me, everybody who has a vested interest in the game whereas the deep state they they want to win the game and and then thereby end it when they win the game they can they gain control that totalitarian top down possibly ai administered you know um centrally planned global bureaucracy that's the end of the game for them that's that's when they get the control the ability to track everybody the ability to actually execute the system upon everybody think the stuff that china was trying to do or doing before you know all of this madness happened we 
are playing an infinite game. And it's frustrating when members of the community behave as though we're playing a finite game and make predictions as though we're playing a finite game and then those predictions don't come to pass and we've just given ammunition to people who would um, sow doubt about the Q movement uh, to do just that and go write articles about how CQ said that this was going to happen by this date and it didn't. Even though Q didn't say that, Anans did. And for people who don't understand Q and don't follow it, there's no difference between the two. So that's very frustrating, and I think that the Q community needs to not do that. Now, who in the Q community that's a big influencer is listening to me on this podcast right now and is going to heed that advice? Probably none of them. But I want you, the listener, to know that I am at least somewhat rational when it comes to this thing, even though I engage in the speculation as well because because it's fascinating. Don't get me wrong. I love the theories. I think that they're, at the very least, fun and, you know, at the most... Uh, plausible or probably somewhat rooted in, in reality, but I don't subscribe to the theories. I don't put my, uh, I don't place uh, my bets on any of the theories. You know, um, I, I thought that um, you know, thirty days of darkness, forty-five days of darkness, countdown. There's so many theories going on right now about where we are in the timeline. Are we on a countdown or not? Do you know, because we see all this weird stuff from Dan Scavino. We see all this weird stuff from. Um, you know, the armed forces uh, and Anand's theorize, oh, you know, they've been posting strings of dots, but each time it's one less dot. Does that mean that we're on the countdown? Oh, Dan Scavino has been posting, you know, American flag emojis and, and each day it's been one less. Does that mean we're on a countdown? Well, it may mean we're on a countdown. It may mean we're not on a countdown. What it definitely means is it's meant to get the deep state to continue to react because here's the beauty of it. We're playing to keep the game going and the game being society. But I think for a long time, the deep state has thought that we're finite game players. And our end game was to put them in prison, to arrest all of them en masse and perp walk them and humiliate them and put them in prison. And it may be that we have much smarter and much worse fates for them than just prison. But if they've thought for the last three years, due partly to Q's own posting and the decodes from the Anons, if they have thought for the last three years that we're playing a finite game, but we're actually playing an infinite game, then that means that we've had control of the game without them even understanding it because they think that we're playing the same way that they're playing and we're not. And so the decodes and and the posts from Q that Anand's think indicate a big arrest is going to happen on this day or a big piece of news is going to happen on this day or a big D class is going to happen in this month. All of that is designed to get the deep state to continue expending ammunition in the quest to achieve their goal of finite victory. And they don't understand that the Q team isn't playing a finite game. They're playing an infinite game. 
And I think that we in the Q community who believe in this stuff or at least think it's plausible and are fascinated by it need to remember that we're playing an infinite game here. The goal is to keep society going and massively unshackle it. And that's the game, society. We want that to continue. We want everybody to be able to play. And the other side wants to win the game and end it and then control whatever new game they come up with from there on out. As long as we can remember that we're playing an infinite game, it's okay to engage in speculation because it is fun. And it could be correct. That's the thing. I'm not saying that all speculation is wrong. I'm just saying that we need to be careful about how certain, quote-unquote, we get about our speculations, even when they seem really ironclad and compelling. Um, because if we're not careful to do that, uh, it, it's just making it easier for the media to attack us. And eventually, I happen to believe that eventually media attacks aren't going to matter, that enough things will be self-evident, that it'll click for most people that this was legit the whole time. But I think that um, until then, we don't need to make it harder for the general population to awaken. Um, but I do think that we're awakening, and I'll leave you with that. I do think that we're awakening, despite my frustration with the Q community and all of the disinformation and over-speculation out there. I think I see people in my own life who I've talked about Q around for the last year and a half they're not they're fairly conservative but still not like wow that sounds legit just like wow that's weird yeah now they're coming out of the woodwork telling me they're following all this q stuff they're watching all the praying medic recap videos they're following people on instagram there's like you know three or four people in the last two weeks that have come out of the woodwork who i never would have thought would have bit the bullet and actually like gotten into this stuff who got into it so i do think that the madness that's going on out there that I was ranting about last week <clears throat> on Friday about how no one's asking questions. I know people are asking questions. I think that it's just still the main conversation and a lot of the people that I'm exposed to aren't. But there are people awakening. It's good stuff. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this newsless rant. It was just a rant, but I, I hope it, it gave you some context. I hope that it gave you some context for where my brain is in all of this. And, and maybe you'll trust me as a rational analyst of information more after hearing my thoughts on the Q community's over-speculation. Or maybe you won't. I don't care. But uh, until next time, this has been another Dispatch from the Universe. I'll smell you later, alligator. Don't be weird about it. Gosh. Jeez. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.